Okay, so for this episode, I want you to close your eyes and think of a video game that you used to play when you were a child. Remember when you got so excited to play the game that you would have your laughs, have your rage, quit moments, have moments where you would burst into tears over scenes that you really connected to? Or were there just certain levels that you just wanted to play over and over again because they were so nostalgic? Well, for this game here, I would have to say that for this, for certain the people who have played this game, this is what we're going to be talking about in this episode of The Nerd Fix today. Hello guys, this is Jay from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to be jumping into the world of video games as we're going to look into an oldie but a classic from the world of Nintendo as we're looking into Rip It King. So for those of you who are fans of Nintendo, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Let's get into it. Now, for those of you who have never heard of Rabbit King, I'll give you a little introduction. Rabbit King was a game that was first released back in 2003. It was developed by Infinity and Jam's Works, published by Bandai for the Nintendo GameCube and for PlayStation 2. Well, when I was a little kid, I got the game for the GameCube because I was that cool, and yeah, I was a bit of a badass. And the game itself is based off a fictional sport called Frolf. And for those of you who don't know what Frolf is, it's a game that's like golf, but it's played with frolic where they sit on catapults and the player whacks it with, with a hammer sending the frogs flying into the air. I know that it's a little bit kind of weird of how the game is played, but it is really fun, believe me. Now, the premise of how the game starts. But, however, there's a little bit more into it. Now. While the game was released in Japan in 2003, the game itself wasn't released in America not until June of 2004. And I will say, when I first got Ruby King, I was ecstatic and probably the happiest 10 year old on the planet because I was playing Ruby King for hours and hours on end. But I'm getting ahead of myself going back down memory lane again. Anyways, let's get on to what Ruby King is. The series is about Scooter, who is a carpenter, and he is summoned by the king to become a Frolf champion in the sake to become the Ruby King. And to do so, he has to enter the competition in order to win the Super Ribbonite for his planet, which is the fuel source needed in order for them to survive. Now, I will have to admit that the video itself was pretty funny as they were checking to see what the status is 
And the video itself, I can't help but to laugh because it says, It's no good. It just keeps going down, down, down. <laughs> I still can't help but to laugh at how I still remember this to this day. And after the introduction video, you're sent to one of the planets with a friend who assists you, which happens to be a picnic basket by the name of Pickwick. Yes, a picnic basket. Don't ask why. There are very more interesting characters you do get to meet later. You do meet a, a judge who then participates in the fourth competition by the name of Sluggy. Now, Sluggy, um, <laughs> I will admit when I first met him, he was a little bit weird, but his personality, I do admit, it's fabulous itself. And once you continue on the game, you are to face against different competitors who are also to compete against obtaining the Super Ribbonite as well. The first one you are to face is a Kung Fu Panda by the name of Pan Pan. No, not the Kung Fu Panda from the Kung Fu Panda itself, like, like Poe. I'm talking about Pan Pan himself. Now, Pan Pan, I will admit, was so adorable. Especially the introduction room. <laughs> so cute. Then we're meet with other characters such as Princess TP, Long, Pepe, Papi, Papi, Papu, Sir Waddlelot, Sparky, Woosh, Cosmo. And when you go up against them, you are expected to go up against them a second time. But there is a perk. When you face them again, you do get some you do get the frog eggs, which is a nice perk. And of the eggs that you do receive, I think my personal favorite that I like the most is Sparky and Woosh's egg. Sparky Woosh's frog. It's a ghost frog. It can face through anything. Especially when you go to one planet where it's filled with lava. That ghost frog can swim through lava like no problem. And it can phase through anything. I don't have any issue with using Sparky and Woosh's frog than I do with any of the other frogs either. Not to mention, it's a pretty good dang swimmer as well. I love it. I don't have an issue with it as well, but I think the second place favorite frog that I like would probably go to maybe, I would have to say, probably Princess TP's frog. I don't really have a second place for any favorite frogs. I'm just saying my all-time favorite would have to be Sparky and Wooshie's frog because it's a ghost frog. What's more to say about it? Now, after you defeat uh, the competitors uh, for the Super Ribbon Knight, you are then fate to go up against the the final champion, 
which is surprisingly a gumball machine by the name of Gumbagoo. But a running gag for Gumbagoo is every time you crank his arm, some of the capsules come out, and it's pretty funny. Now, I will admit, I have rage quit on that level before going up against him. And it only took me about three times for me to beat him. But the third time, I actually was able to perfect and mimic every single trick he was able to do just so I was able to get the upper hand. So then, when he mimics what he does the way I did it, He's the one who comes in second place, where I win, and I came in first place. So then, the story ends, I win, I got the Silver Ribbon Knight, and the story ends. The end. But then you're faced with two other competitors, that being King Hippity Hop, and also another person by the name of Captain Oinka. I'm not kidding. I know. There's a person by the name of King Hippity Hop and Captain Oinka. I wish I was making all this stuff up, but all these characters that they have are pretty interesting itself. But I find that to be very funny as well. But all these characters that they have in Ribbit King, they are very fascinating and honestly, it was really a fun game when I was a kid and if I ever had the chance to, I would love to revisit the game and also probably just go back and play the game just to relive my childhood days. And just to put it on a scale of 1 to 10 for the nerd fix, I would give this game a solid 8 out of 10. This was really fun, enjoyable game for my childhood and if I could, I would want to re get the GameCube and just revisit the game again just to relive my childhood days. Just to play a scooter again and go up against Pickwicks, Luggy, and all the other competitors of Ribbit King and just go back down memory lane again. But that's my own review of uh, Ribbit King and for anyone else that's ever played the game, whether it be on PlayStation or GameCube, let me know what you guys think, because I want to know if you've ever played the game from back in the early 2000s, or if you've ever heard of the game before, because I want to know what you guys think. So for anyone out there who has ever played Ruby King before, or who has ever heard of the game before, what are your thoughts about it? Would you ever want to play the game, or have you ever played the game before? What were your thoughts of the game itself? Let me know in the questionnaire I'll be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode. Also, I'll also be posting a poll at the end of the episode as well to let me know what you guys think of the game itself. For those of you who have stuck around towards the entirety of the episode, thank you so much for listening. As always, whether you believe in the term that or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you for stopping by. I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later!